0: Welcome, welcome to episode seventy-two of Michigan Blues. Uh, we are uh, blessed to be talking with Barb Baker today, aka, as you'll see on her screen, Um Barbara, Barb, uh, among many other titles, uh, I know you are a uh, beer and advocate advocate um, and a the, the vice president of Fermenta, right?
1: I'm the president of Fermenta this year.
0: You're the president of Fermenta. Oh,
1: yeah. The- I, I didn't change that on my site. Sorry.
0: Oh, that's, No, that's fine. <laughs> we, we, we were, we were snooping and gathering and trying to get all the, all the lowdown that we could. And I don't remember what your title was back when we uh, first met you at the Bell's homebrew uh, festival. So. Um, I
1: think when but, I met you got, Oh no, I was the vice president then because I just okay. got voted in, in January or in end of December. So for January, okay. 2022. Um, Yeah, my secretary didn't change my website.
2: (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Hard
0: to find good help. You know what? Really?
1: What did Kim Kardashian say? Something about... And she knows about hard work.
3: I mean, she knows about hard Uh, work. Maybe not work, but... Yeah. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> no, and and i apologize you messaged me right before the show and i did update uh the post but i forgot to tell brian and jordan so that's on me i apologize no
0: no worries no worries uh well thank you um yeah like like i said we uh we met barb at the bell's homebrew uh it's not a festival what do they call it the Ex- expo, expo bell's homebrew expo mm-hmm. um barb was down there um talking beer with us and you were down there for fermenta oh. right or was. or was it just no. for you? I know you're no, handing no, no, out certain of stout stickers. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's how we got in touch. And I'm sorry it's taken so long to get you on the show, but I'm really happy that you're here with us. So
2: yeah, um, well, life
1: gets in the way. I mean, it does.
2: <laughs> there's
1: so much going on, in getting a group of people, you know, when it's more than one person, then it just becomes a lot. So no, so thanks you guys for having me and sticking it out. <laughs> I don't let me go we, a long time
0: ago. Well, we'll definitely. Um, I, I want to get back to what Fermenta actually is. Um, so maybe that could be the first thing that we talk about. But before that, um, I want to know what you're drinking, because it wouldn't be a beer show if we weren't all drinking something, right?
1: I just got this in the mail. It is... Bamboo Pilsner. Doka beer, a bamboo Pilsner. Okay. And they sent that in this glass... And so I was like, you know what? I guess I'll try it, you know, tonight. It is a, um, it's an Asian inspired beer. It's, um, I think what if I read a little something about it, like Doka means dragon or something, but it's a guy who I think he had like a a restaurant and then he was a a brewer and then he wanted to start mixing his culture into beer, which is... I was like, that's kind of cool. And that's the reason why, not to get off on track, but
2: why- That's what the show New is. That's hard.
1: Diverse people into beer because everybody brings their culture and their flavor and their their spices and whatever. And they mm-hmm. make, like he has this, a bamboo pilsner. And there's actually, I was reading this real quick. There's bamboo tea in this. So oh, his culture, okay. his flavor and all that's in this beer. Interesting. So I was like, sure, I'll, I'd love to try it
0: yeah that's sweet do do you taste bamboo i don't know what i don't don't really know what bamboo tastes outside of like cooked bamboo like shoots or something yeah
1: i don't know what bamboo tastes like but it does taste like (laughs) um it does taste like tea almonds Mm -hmm. honey it's kind of sweet um it says it's it's crisp but it doesn't taste very crisp it tastes more more creamy but it's good
2: Cool. really good where are they out of
1: they are out of, I think, California,
3: San Francisco.
0: How'd oh, you just look oh. it up? Yeah, yeah
3: well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find out about it. You can even, looks like they even published a recipe. They've got oh. a really uh, cool line of Asian inspired beers. They've got use a blonde. They've got a kimchi sour. Uh, I got a couple of things. I got the
1: kimchi sour, did the you? blonde, the Vienna lager. <laughs> They have a rice Kolsch that I wanted to try because I really love Kolsch. But it says it's brewed at Hundred's Point Brewing. So I guess that they um
3: maybe contract brewing or something.
0: Oh ah, okay.
3: Right on. No, it looks very cool. Yeah. If, it if, we're, very cool. if you
0: if you don't crack the, the kimchi one tonight, I definitely want to hear about it later on. So Okay, <laughs> Keep yeah. Us I on that.
3: Have a
1: feeling so, that'll need to get really cold. And I put it yeah. in and <laughs> this one's a little bit warm.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brian and I are actually heading out to California in a week. So Brian, when we're out there, I know some bottle shops and we'll have to go
0: okay. oh.
3: and see if we can hunt some of this down because it sounds really cool.
0: Okay. Done.
3: <laughs> so right well, on.
0: Since you're up, Jason, what do you got in your glass?
3: Uh, dude, I'm still I'm still killing that Czech dark lager I brewed. I mean, I've I've been really busy and I've only been able to homebrew like once this year. Um and it, it's the first lager that I, I ever homebrewed and I've just been solely killing that keg myself, so still nothing, have nothing wrong, wrong with that <laughs> how about you? What'd
4: you got? yeah, Jordan uh, right now polishing off just a little bit of my uh, pre-drink, uh, just some hydromel, a little water-added mead, probably running out on this keg, this has been my already, yeah, opening I've been sipping on it for a bit and the longer it sits, the more I enjoy it, so I think I'm going to take more of that bucket of honey that I have and
0: whip up another batch. Right Sweet. I'm uh, I'm drinking some probably too young Russian Imperial Stout, but I can't help myself from taking samples every day. By the time it's actually, you know, perfect and awesome and super drinkable, there's going to be like a gallon left, but that's just how I roll. Yeah. <laughs> well, you get
4: the journey of the beer mm-hmm. then, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I tell myself, at
0: least. Or you can make well, some more
1: right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> that's a good that's idea.
3: because he'll go fire up. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> we we will do in, like a live say, brewing show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the last time I say that because that's thoroughly annoying. So,
0: <laughs> uh, Jason's gonna make a banner that streams across the bottom of the uh, the stream. Yeah, and we'll just we'll just have that play in the rest of the episode and it's fine don't
3: sure, do that. I <laughs> yeah.
0: so where? yeah i guess uh barb if you don't um if you want to start talking about like what fermenta is that's awesome or if you want to go back into uh maybe that's even better maybe we have you talk about like you and, and go back into your your history a little bit your, well, you your sorry, past man, uh, yeah well what it, yeah where your name come from
2: yeah all that stuff wherever well, you want to start
1: name? oh well I don't know. i'll start with where my name came from that came actually from my husband because no. i was um really getting into craft beer here in michigan i'd always been into it a little bit but i was really getting kind of heavy into it and and uh volunteering and pouring and and meeting people of color and hey do you want to meet up do you want to and he was like basically you I don't say call like annoy people calling out to people. <laughs> siren, and you lure um, them in. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm luring them in. Like, nice. But he was like, you're like going out and talking to people, and and a stout, a stout. Was, I mean, stouts are my favorite. So, because I was going around, going to places, every time I'd see people of color, I'd be like, well, where do you go? What do you do? Do you feel welcome? Do you da da da? Um, he was like, yeah, you're like the siren, of stout. Remember, we were laying in bed. He just sort of said, yeah, You're like the Siren Stout. And I went, Holy smokes, I love it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but that's kind of his thing. Like, he, um, we both come from sports backgrounds, and he's a, a college basketball player. I was a college runner. So he will give anybody a nickname. He can give anybody a nickname. And he meets you, he talks to you for five minutes, and now you have a nickname. <laughs> so, so he's kind of good at that. So so I became the Siren Stout, and I took it and I ran with it. Um, And and so that's basically how that happened. But how I got into so I I can jump before that how I got into beer. um, Well, how I got into even drinking beer was like most people in college.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I didn't drink before then I went to Catholic school, my mom's a teetotaler, very religious, so I never drank, I went to college. And then, I was in. I've told the story so many times. Somebody's gonna go. Stop telling that dumb
2: story. <laughs>
1: but story's the story. So I was sitting in anthropology class. I think it was my sophomore, junior year. I'm sitting in anthropology class, and an older guy sits next to me. And every time I come in, he just keeps sitting next to me. And I'm like, I don't know why he's sitting next to me because he's really hot. So I'm really confused why he's sitting next <laughs> to me. And um, he was like a fifth year senior. So. Um, it was probably maybe the fifth or sixth class or something like that. And he was like, Hey, my fraternity is having a party, like the biggest party of the year. I couldn't tell you what that fraternity was today, but biggest party of the year. I want you and your friends to come. And I'm like, okay. So, and the reason I was skeptical about that is because when I was in college and I don't have no idea how they do it in college. I'm oh, like, oh, okay. Um, okay. So, and the reason I was skeptical about that is because mm-hmm. when I was in
0: Oof. We had an echo somewhere. It, it was me. Oh, oh. okay.
1: <laughs> I was like, that person sounds just like me.
3: I, uh, I, 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 I heard <laughs> that link earlier, Barb, and I'm like, it was running in the background, we like, in the house.
1: So. I was hoping it wasn't just in my head.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was like, am I lagging now? Like, what's going on? No, <laughs>
1: So here's the the, the the main reason I was wary about it is because when I was in college, like the fr- uh, fraternities and sororities were all segregated. So you had your black fraternities and sororities, white fraternities and sororities, and usually people didn't join either one. And this guy was in a white fraternity because he was white. So um, I thought I'd make that clear. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> I asked my girlfriends and I go, Do you guys want to go to this party? We'd never been to a white fraternity party. We'd only been to the black fraternity parties. And they were like, Are you sure we should go? Because they had houses, they were off campus, you know. Mm. Um, So I go, We were invited, you know, as long as we stick together, it'll be fine. So there were four of us. So we go like arm in arm, we head on over off campus to go to this place. And the line was like three blocks down the street. This thing was huge. This thing was humongous. So my girlfriend was like, should we stay in this line? I'm like, hell no. I'm, I'm not standing in this <laughs> line. I don't even know these people. I don't even know what's going on. So I said, let's just go up. We'll see what's going on. If we don't like it, we'll just go back to the bar. So we go up, get on the lawn. We're walk- as soon as we get on the lawn, a guy walks out, opens the door. I can see this like it was yesterday. It's so funny how this kind of stuff happens. Opens the door, smiles, turns backs, and yells in the house. Hey, everyone in Vogue is here. You guys remember in Vogue? Yeah. They were like wow, yeah. Destiny's yeah. Child before Destiny's Child, because there were four of us. So as yeah. soon as he said that, I was like, We are.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he goes, come on up, ladies. So we walk up and um still kind of standing next to each other, which is kind of funny mm-hmm. because we were all we're all athletes. We're all tall. Like my one girlfriend who was the most afraid was is 6'5. So <laughs> I'm like, I think we'll be okay. But we walk in, like as soon as we walk in, what do you guys want to drink? We have the special stuff for our, our, our special guests, you know, like the alcohol and the beer and da-da-da. So um, like not the, the the keg beer, like bottled beer. And so when somebody said, when, when the guy said, well, what do you want? I said, well, I'll take the bottled beer. And he goes, it's a tiny can. Would you like it? I go, sure. I'd never had beer before. He gave it to me. Oh, I remember geez. it was delicious and it was crisp and cold and i was like this is awesome so that was sort of my first but here's the reason why it was so awesome because the whole situation was awesome you know what sure. i'm saying yeah. I think yeah, years, 50% yeah. what you're drinking 50 if it, who you're drinking it with i don't like to drink with people i don't like i mean i will but <laughs> i don't like to do that so it was like we're getting complimented people are telling us how great we are they keep giving us alcohol and i'm like this is the greatest time in the world. So that like sticks out to me, like of my first time at beer, cause it was just so awesome. And I'm going to be honest since that time, every time around beer has been awesome. Just like that. Like I, I encounter a lot of women of color in beer and they tell mm-hmm. me their stories and they are like awful, you know, they're or, or, you know, even men of color in beer and they're, you know, they feel un- uncomfortable or unwelcome. And I'm like, yeah I don't feel that way I have I have been but I think I'm very lucky you know what I'm saying I don't I I yeah. just feel like I have lucked out everywhere I've gone I've been welcome I have had people like I've never been talked to like I don't know what I'm talking about I haven't been talked to, like you know talked down to um so it's it's been great so it started with that and it's just been you know up from there
0: did you go and start like seeking out, you know, beer after that? Like, like you, you said you had never drank before. Like, did you go out, you know, to, you know, the grocery store and like keep a six pack in the fridge and stuff. And then like, or was it just like a party thing or did it you take like a break of, and then come back to it or.
2: Yeah.
1: It was more of a, a party thing because back, you know, like back in college, it's like, you basically want what's free.
2: Yeah. And <laughs> yeah.
1: Beer is free. <laughs> That's and. So old, yeah. And, um, and there wasn't, I, I mean, back then there really wasn't a lot of craft beer. There was more of like, I can't remember the types of beers, but I remember there was a lot of being in a college town. There was a lot of like malt liquors and Mickey's and, and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't really start really seeking it out, but the good thing is the difference between me and maybe other people is when I would go to places I could drink any beer. Like my girlfriends would be like, I don't want to drink beer, even if it's free. Like they didn't mm. get that whole like turn that I got. Like the mm-hmm. beer, the people, mm-hmm. I was like, my life is forever changed. But they were like, I still don't want to drink beer. So I I didn't it didn't really do that where I'm like, I'm gonna start having a six, I'm gonna start really drinking. But you know, I could go anywhere and drink
3: anything. <laughs> so yeah.
2: no, so yeah, i really into that. I, was, I, kind of
3: was. that. I, mean, I feel like I feel like when I was younger and I first started uh edging into beer it was it wasn't good but then um i, I got into it with a, a good group of people in a good community and there was a, a little craft brewery and we started uh hanging out and uh the people make make the beer better and uh got right into that
4: absolutely
3: and really, it's why we're doing what we're doing now, right? We, we've got this homebrew community and COVID hit and we decided we missed each other and we needed to hang out with other cool people. So we start this stupid little blog or uh, vlog or whatever you want to call it. And it
0: really is live, like, live you know, stream podcast. Yeah. Sure.
3: <laughs> it really is just because we the, the, this brewing community in Michigan is just so filled with cool people. And, and it's a way to hang out with, with cool people and, uh, you know, have a couple of beers. So
0: We'll, we'll have to Barbara, we'll, after the show maybe we'll have to get your, your feedback too you know on, on how we did because you're, you're like a TV host too right <laughs> or, 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 or something like right yeah and like you, you do interviews we, uh, we don't really know what we're doing so we, we appreciate <laughs> <Nah. you. laughs> every night we're just shooting from the hip <laughs> yeah. <your head.
1: laughs> you guys are doing, doing great I, um, I have been a TV host for an, and I've been in entertainment for about 20 years so I, oh, wow. um, I do commercials. I do industrial films. I do, I do movies. I do, I do most things. That if somebody goes, hey Barb, will you? I don't say we get paid. That doesn't sound right. So I do.
2: <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> let me rephrase that. Um, so yeah, I'm an actress and a TV host, and um, that. So yeah, I've been doing it a long time. It's fun. I, I love doing it. I. Um, I I sometimes wish that I would have had like, like the, like the like I oh I really want to be a doctor I really want to be a but I never did and I kind of because that would have honestly that'd have been easier because being in entertainment is tough I mean shoot you tell a bad joke you could get punched. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Got to keep it relevant too. Yeah, I was gonna say we're we're very uh, we're very in the recent news tonight.
3: i've been obsessed with that so that's <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling right now because like 10 minutes before the show started he posted an apology letter and oh he did yeah oh, and, and it's up on hard. my other monitor and i want to read it <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah he, he did he posted an apology to chris and uh and, but that's all i haven't read it yet so okay. interesting to see how that plays
4: interesting out. yeah
1: yeah, I've been hmm. a, obsessed with that. Uh, like every second I have free, I'm like on Twitter. Like, what else do they say? What who's somebody saying something else? Like, is Chris Rock gonna say something back? It's uh, what a what a
3: mess. I uh,
0: yeah yeah that's that's the best way to describe it. Yeah.
3: Wow. It's I will say I think, since it came up, I'm really impressed with how Chris <laughs> handled it. I
4: would say. Oh, absolutely. Hey. Like that's that's what led me to believe. Like I watched the video and I'm like. Mm. This
3: just to, to this keep this on
4: <laughs>
3: hosting, right? And yeah,
4: he just kept rolling without. Didn't press charges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he
3: was stunned, oh, which was made that? me think it was he
1: was stunned, which made me think maybe it is real.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: it's funny because I follow Smash Mouth on Twitter. <laughs> where is this going and as if i get all my information from smash mouth and twitter, <laughs> they, they started the whole i don't think it's real and and whoever which i know actually i know who it is the guitarist is the twitter guy and um he has he's gone through this whole thing of why he thinks it's fake and so every time i go back on to go what else does he have that he thinks it's fake
4: <laughs> so that's when he said smash mouth at first i was like is this it's like a news thing or <laughs> like no she's actually talking about the band
2: <laughs> like, Somebody wants to- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: like man that's a band i haven't thought of in probably 10 15 years that's that's really sad for you jordan yeah I, it, it is, is it is yeah. but now now it's going right onto my spotify list for sure
1: well i didn't know who was sadder for him or
2: me <laughs> I went and saw them at the concert. I, I at the you mouth. get your that, news I, mean, class, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I went to the Under the Sun tour and saw them and Sugar Ray and Gin I think that they've, oh, they've
2: come
0: through Kalamazoo, I think, or at least they were going to at one point in time. Mm. I, uh, because that's that those are the kind of shows they play now, but
2: yeah, um.
4: Is that a dig on the band or Kalamazoo, Brian? I Which, may, maybe,
0: maybe a little bold. <laughs> no. So Everclear and yeah. I,
3: I normally should have this banner. So so we are notorious for just <laughs> going wandering all over the place and uh, yep. talking about all kinds of random shit. So I usually have this run and like where did that topic go again? But to bring us back on topic. Okay. Uh, what topic were we at?
0: Uh, yeah, thank you. I was yeah, just trying
2: yeah. to think of it myself. <laughs> um,
3: so you like sirenist stout? You enjoy beer? Uh, your husband's amazing at naming conventions. That's that's awesome. Um, how about Fermenta? Uh, let's 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 dive into that since we messed that up. And I wanna I wanna call that out in the post originally, and probably in some of the posts, it still says you're the vice president of Fermenta because I got that off of some erroneous website. Um, <laughs> <We're the
2: same. laughs> so,
3: uh, but you're actually the president of Fermenta, uh, which is, is uh, an organization in Michigan for women in, in craft brewing, right?
0: Is it just it's, Michigan?
1: Well, it's, it is FermentaMichigan.org, but okay. we do have members actually not even just in the country. We have them all over the world. We have a couple members in the UK right now. Awesome. Um, yeah. So if you would like to be a member and get scholarships, you can do that as long as you sign up and be a member you are eligible for and i think the woman in the uk did get one of our it was like a science scholarship where you could do stuff online and get i can't remember what it was because it was like a year or two ago but um so fermenta is a women's craft collective and we accept all women in the fermentation industry so beverages food kombucha Mm. sauerkraut Kimchi, all of that sort of stuff liquor um, and that from the very beginning that's we were open to that, and we're not only open to that we're open to women who aren't even in the industry, so if you love beer but you are an h r professional, you can be a part of fermenta, whereas other organizations they want you to make your money in that in you know in the industry in order to be a part mm-hmm. of the uh, industry um which you know we know it's just it's 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 kind of hard to do that you know it's kind of you may love love doing any of that kind of stuff but you know that that what you what how you pay your bills how you pay your bills I was you gonna say still you be can't part just of our, yeah yeah it'll be a part of our group and we'll support you and we've had quite a few women be in different industries come to fermenta do the beer camp you know have a scholarship which beer camp which was with Mike Bardalis who is Annette May's husband. Even I haven't done the beer camp, but I'd love to do that because I think Mike is just, you guys know Mike Bardalis. Not if you guys know who he is. He's, uh, him. he's been a brewer at like drafting table and he's opening up his own brewery in oh, Troy.
0: Uh, okay, awesome. And
1: I love his beer. There's, when there's styles that I'm like on the fence about, when Mike makes them, I love them. So. Um, so, anyway, so we've had women come in the industry being in other industries that have nothing to do with fermentation or beer. They've started getting scholarships, taking classes, and, you know, a couple of them are brewers now, a couple of them are sales professionals or sales reps in the industry. So, you know, with that support, which is, that's what we want. If you want to come in, in the industry, but let's say you're like, I don't know where I fit in. I don't know where I should be. Um, I feel intimidated because there's all men here or all people I don't know. Um, Mm -hmm. You come in. We support you, we help you with education, we help you with money, we help you with um a sounding board. I've had tons of women like DM me and write me and say, I want to be anonymous, but I have a question about whatever. Um, and they just want me to be a sounding board, they want a solution, they want well not really a solution, but you know what I'm saying, they want my perspective on stuff. Um which is great. I love that. I feel very privileged that they feel like they can, one, trust me, like I'm not going to retell their business. And two, yeah. that they care about what I have to say about whatever sticky situation that they're into. So I think that's really cool. So that's basically what Fermenta is. When I started seven years ago, when the, the Fermenta started, I was asked by Tracy Coos, who was the treasurer, to be the newsletter editor. Because um, they didn't have one. And I was like, of course, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, whatever I can do. Cause I, I was just sort of really getting into the Michigan even though I was into craft beer, I didn't feel like I had a tribe of women who were, it's like, I knew women who drank beer, but I didn't know women who were educated in beer and worked in beer. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's, yeah. that's not yeah. a flight to the women I knew. Those are just two d- totally different things. Right. Um, so when she invited me to do the newsletter editor, be that newsletter editor, I was like, of course, I'd love to do that. And, um, I have been the newsletter editor from the beginning up until I became president in January. Um, well, online, cause I did the newsletter till February <laughs> <till laughs> cause I wouldn't let it go. So, <laughs> so until this year I was a newsletter editor and then I became president in 2021 or vice president in 2021 and then president in 2022. So, cool. um, you know, my whole thing with Fermenta is I want to get more women of color in. I am going to get more women in, period, um, but really more women of color because we have so many scholarships and and we have so much money to give out. And we have specific cool. scholarships for women, um, people of color, indigenous people, and we want to give it to them. But they got to be in the group mm-hmm. to get that's, the money.
2: That's
1: awesome. I mean, we're right. I mean, in a way you know, almost $25,000 in scholarships in only seven years. And that's a lot for a tiny group. Wow. Yeah.
0: We are um, hopefully sometime soon gonna be talking to um, people from KVCC Sustainable Brewing Program. So I definitely, and I'm writing this down right now, I wanna make sure that we go back and talk about this again when we talk to them because um, they yeah, they have a, a ton yeah, of, of women uh, going through their sustainable brewing program. Um, Ellie, who we mentioned earlier uh, mm-hmm. went through that program and is now the I think she's the head brewer for five Shores, right? think yeah, so yeah. she got a recent promotion yeah so mm-hmm. um, and she's also
3: um, she's also circling back and um, she's actually on the the board of I think brewery advisors for the Kalamazoo Valley program. so wow, yeah. wow, wow that's cool so, uh, uh, Ellie Ellie I'm fuck her last name up Ellie Madeline <laughs> Madeline okay Yeah. I, so. I know her. <laughs> <laughs> and i still mess it up so yeah ellie's had brewer up at five shores if anybody's in the area up there go tell ellie hi she makes amazing uh beer we had her on i don't know 20 or 30 episodes ago she came to hung out with us um yeah, and i actually barb i think i got to go up there when did you when did you brew the sweet potato stout with five Shores with ellie because I think I was there like right after it, either right before it tapped or right after it tapped. I may have gotten to try it.
1: That was, at this point, I think it was two years ago. Yeah. It was maybe the beginning of, was it 20, or end of 2020, maybe, or 2020, beginning of 2021. Like a year, maybe a year and a half, two years ago.
3: I feel like I was, I was up there in the wintertime. We, we, when Ellie was going to come on the show, which was, it was a while ago. Um. I drove up there, I think a month or so before and hung out with her, me and my wife did, and we hung out with her for the day and tried a bunch of stuff. And I, I thought I remember uh, a sweet potato stout, but I could be totally wrong too, but yeah. But on that, I mean, and I know we're we're jumping around, so we'll
1: get don't back to your clubs. What's that? I don't want to forget this with the Fermento thing, because I yeah, always yeah. forget this. Um, also, as far as memberships, Also, we have corporate memberships. So any corporate people out there who's Mm -hmm. listening, who would like to be a part of it, you know, when you become a corporate member, you get three memberships, which means you can give them to three of the women on your staff. And then because that's already built in there. Um, We also have support memberships. So if you're a guy and you want to be one, you know, just want to kind of be a supporter. You can't vote or anything. You can't have scholarships. But um, there's that as well. But the biggest thing cool. is we're really trying to put out there is the corporate ones because that actually helps bring money for the scholarships. Um, we like to give away uh, memberships as well. So if corporate members are donating, it helps. You know, helps give women because I know during the pandemic it was. I mean, it's funny because people think, well, thirty bucks isn't that much. Uh, to a lot of people, it's a ton of money. Like you be, know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. like thirty mm-hmm. bucks. When people lost their jobs or when you're kind of in between things, you know, 30 bucks is a lot of money. So, you know, just getting corporate people to kind of help and donate really helps us give these scholarships or these memberships back to women so they can get the scholarships and get books and education and that sort of thing. So put that out to any, you know, breweries or businesses that are listening please donate to fermenta because we are a 501 c3
3: <laughs> awesome absolutely yeah i've got your i've got the page up so i posted the fermentamichigan.org page uh, page in our chat take oh, a look at thanks. some of the, the um uh corporate members and sponsors here and, and and i see a lot of cool people on there but i see a lot of cool people that aren't on there barb so we'll uh you know, we've we've got some friends. who will mention that. We'll get that word out. That is absolutely true. There's there's a lot of people that could be helping out. That should be. And our
1: corporate out. membership isn't even expensive. Like I remember when I I was like, that's it. We're not. Should we be charging like thousands of dollars? <laughs> but yeah, it's only 150 bucks. So. That's you know, oh, wow. yeah. That's nothing. So um, but you know, whoever these people are, they can always donate more. We will take it, and, and it goes 100% goes right back into scholarships. We don't take it and I don't know, go to Trump Plaza and hang out. We we <laughs> put it right back into scholarships.
3: Yeah, no, that's absolutely, absolutely true. Uh, yeah, we'll do that. I'll I'll, uh, I'll send some emails out and some notes. That, that's that's easy shit to do.
1: Yeah, we'd appreciate that. We just want to get uh, want to help as many people as we can.
3: Right on. No, it's it's a cool program. And you're right, like, when I sit here and try to think of, like, how many, you know, women in, you know, one, like, if you just look at our home group club, um, which is, you know, what we're most exposed to, we have very, very few uh, female members. Um, and, Maybe and
0: four. And that's probably a lot for some clubs.
3: Yeah. And, and I feel like the four that we have, like, three of them are, are probably spouses. You know, yeah. Oh,
4: okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like I thought,
3: you know, and, and I honestly think we've only got one member that's just on their own, uh, you know, woman that's come to join the club. And that's sad. And like, we we're trying to get that out more and, and uh, you know, spread that word around. Then when I expand that and think about just women and, and brewing aside from Ellie, I really can't think of anybody um, in Michigan right off the top of my head anyway.
1: There's a lot of new girls coming. Um, I can't think of her name. I can see her face. She's at Holmes Brewing. Um, Oh, oh, I know who
3: you're talking about. You're right. It's funny.
1: I literally, she's won scholarships from us. She pulled me aside at the last beer fest and talked to me for like an hour and told me how awesome (laughs) I was. And I still can't remember her name. So I'm a really terrible person. Um, And also Autumn at Sheboygan. She is. I don't know her. Okay. Trying. She's a newer um, brewer, and she's there. Um, I think we're supposed to be doing. We already did talk about this, but we got to kind of solidify it. But Fermenta is supposed to be doing a collaboration brew with them for the Traverse City Spring Beer Fest. Cool. So, and they kind of wanted Autumn to be the lead on that. So, hmm. they're they're out there they're uh they're younger so they're they're you know so it's more younger girls who are like coming into it but yeah i don't mm-hmm. know if, like a lot of older um you know like maybe stacy roth who used to be at griffin claw then she went to ryan in cincinnati and i think she's back at arbor brun or something so
3: there's there's some people but yeah
0: gail milburn I, jason
3: yeah no i was gonna say you know yeah you know, We've got Amy Martin and Gail Milburn are 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 two of our AHA, so American Home Brewers Association, um, governing members, or, or they're on the board for the AHA in Michigan. And so Amy Martin, I don't know if you know her, she's uh, the marketing director for uh, StormCloud, and she's a good friend of Ellie. Uh, and then, yeah, Gail Milburn used to brew for Dearborn. Was it, Brian? Yeah. And yeah. now she she kind of does spot brewing around. She, she brews a little bit for, I think uh old buck or big buck or I'm not sure, but yeah, I mean, it, it, so th- there's a few, but there could definitely be more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think the so, more, the more women get comfortable, like just doing it. I mean, I homebrew. And then I, once I got pregnant, I kind of was like, I don't to I mean, There's always reasons why, you know, like, and then my kid, show, I was like, "Oh, when she shows up, it'll be easy, and I can do it. Again. I'll do it again." Lies, because you know, like home brewing to me was very cathartic. It was very like, there's a lot of, yeah, a lot of, uh, pro, you know, the process, a lot of things you do. It was like, but what you can't do is have somebody underneath you or going, "Mama, can I do help? Can I it's touch dangerous. it? Can
2: yeah. I?" And yep.
1: and. So I was like, okay, I'm done. So it's all literally, uh, you know, all my stuff's like sitting in the basement and I, it, it it didn't become fun anymore. Cause it was like, you kind of like hurt, hurt, like hurry up. And, and I didn't like doing that. I like sort of taking my time. So, you know, there's that. <laughs>
3: yep. Well, that was, that was the next question I was going to go into was, was I was going to ask if you were a home brewer. So thanks for that. And, and, and I totally get it. I mean, I picked up brewing well after um, my stepkids were, we're old enough to stay out of the kitchen and out of the way but but I can get that you know I, I understand I mean Jordan you so the day we started this show I think you didn't
4: <laughs> yeah Jordan yeah yeah the first baby. the day the day this started my my son was born <laughs> so. so he's he's just about two years old so yeah I, I completely understand uh it's my first so i was learning to be a dad while you know but prior to having a kid I mean I was brewing 15 16 times a year probably somewhere around there between 10 and 15 um yeah brewing a lot i loved it i absolutely loved it uh still love it uh but now like kids he's he's two and he's he's really getting that independence bone and i'm uh i'm i'm slowly inching back into it now i've i've like transitioned into doing things like meads ciders things that are a little less uh you know, hour intensive at least in long blocks, but mm-hmm. just to keep keep flexing that muscle a little bit, and it's been good because it's helped me get out of my you know comfort zone and help me try new things. There you go.
2: No, that's cool.
3: So, but instead of home brewing, it seems like you've taken up collaboration brewing with a, mm-hmm. a few different
4: which is amazing.
1: Right I've, I've taken up so many things. I was telling you earlier. (laughs) taking up stuff. Some I want to do some I don't. Um, hence, I was hearing something in the other room. And I thought, is my rabbit eating my coffee table? Again? (laughs) That's, I I want to get to
0: that in a minute, too.
1: So, um, yeah, yeah. um, So the one with black calder and five shores is my fifth collaboration. So I've done a couple with five shores, Griffin claw. Actually, Griffin claw and I are going to do another one um, soon. And do claw where they put me and it was like, that was considered a collaboration, but I wasn't anywhere near, you know, the recipe or making anything. I wasn't near brew kettle. So
3: Did you say say mm Duclaw? Duclaw like sweet baby Jesus Duclaw? Yeah, really? Oh, that's awesome! I
1: love that
3: hmm. beer. I,
1: was say, I think I have the thing
0: in there—the can. So I think I have the can. <laughs> well, here we go. I don't know the beer. What? what tell me you about the beer. You know,
3: Jesus. Oh, it's no. like this beer Butter uh, Porter. Um... Good it's, thing I, I
0: have don't have pants. It, <laughs> isn't this?
2: <laughs> oh, look oh, there that's we go.
0: Awesome. That's awesome.
4: Opportunity. I love it.
1: Yeah, so that's what I did with Duclaw. I should pull them all out. Um, and <laughs> yeah, Griffin Claw. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Well, I did a couple with Five Shores because everything, like, they went so well. Like, we did the first one with, um, first one was just me. The second one was with Kuma. I don't know if you guys know Kuma before Mensa, who used to brew at, um, he used to brew, at batch batch brewing. Okay. And then he, I, I I think he just was like, you know, I think people get into it and they like, I think he wanted to own his own bar. I'm not sure what he, what he was doing, but now I think he's a, a loan officer. But, um, so he put together a recipe and our next collaboration was with him. Um, and it was a South African hopped IPA West coast IPA. Wow. And then I, its like I can't remember anything. My brain is like, <laughs> blame the rabbit and the kid, but I can't remember. Anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's another one in there, and oh yeah, in Griffin Claw, I did a pumpkin spice because I love pumpkin spice. I am that basic. So we did a pumpkin spice, and then the last one was on oh, Ninja Claw, and the last one is Black Calder and Five Shores. That's awesome. So yeah, they're, they're fun. Like, Who doesn't like doing collaboration brews? Or if they're a good time, or, you know, get, get your hands
0: it. Jordan doesn't, dirty. if it's pumpkin spice.
4: It c- comes up every time. then famously like anti-pumpkin.
1: <laughs> I don't acknowledge anyone that doesn't like pumpkin spice. <laughs> you know what's so funny is I don't like pumpkin pie. Really? But okay. I like pumpkin spice. It's... I don't. I don't get it. Okay. I like. I don't even like desserts, but
3: I like pumpkin spice. I'm with you. So I, I I'll take like, I'll take
0: sweet potato pie over pumpkin pie. That's my.
3: Well, I was just gonna say. You no, know, you do this. I'll
0: die on that hill
3: with Five Shore, and and I I love pumpkin pie. I'm 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 iffy on pumpkin beer, but if you say sweet potato, it's horrible. Like, I don't, and, and, and I know, I know. It's there's like no difference really between a sweet potato beer and a pumpkin beer. Like it's, it's mostly just the spices. Uh,
1: it could be. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: the thought of it.
1: I mean, they taste like th- their taste in real life is is way different.
3: But oh in, yeah, you know, in a but in league, beer, yeah. I mean, most people, most breweries, I should say are putting, are, are really focusing on like the cinnamon, the nutmeg, the, the spice aspect of it, right? The, um, mm-hmm. you
2: know, you know,
3: I want to say it was Perrin. Perrin did a, a sweet potato porter that actually had very little spice in it. It really focused on the sweet potato and they served it with a flaming marshmallow. Uh, I remember that stood out, That's and my, my wife yeah. absolutely loved it. And then next thing you know, I'm at home brewing a sweet potato porter. Uh, See, <laughs> I'll do whatever she tells me to do. It's it's, it's
0: and, and not to go off topic here again. But have you done that off that what was it Jason the cucumber pickle beer or something? you like no, I haven't
4: done the pickle beer yet, but I will. Okay, I will. catch me up. I missed something. uh Dill
3: pickle Berliner Weiss.
4: Uh, maybe yeah. we did. We talk about this last show. Did I drink that much? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so Something something, you know, twitched in my brain. I was just like, that sounds
0: familiar. Yeah, you got Gerald all inspired now making a carrot cake stout. So <laughs> see that sounds good. I love and, some uh, carrot cake. I'm looking cake. forward to yeah, I will t- I will try that. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I don't
1: know about that. Of course I don't like carrot <laughs> cake. <so laughs> I love <laughs> carrot cake. No, I'm so my, my... About, like, the herbs and fruit and vegetables all smashed together.
3: You know, it's funny we're 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 talking about women and brewing, and I totally blanked on this. And then Brian, you mentioned the dill pickle beer. So my mom went to Three Bonds Brewing in uh, South Haven, right? South Haven, yeah. And she had That's where she she tried. They make a dill pickle Berliner Weiss, which is very dill, very pickle. Uh, and crisp and clean. My mom fell in love with this beer. She absolutely loves this beer. And there, you know, you have three bonds brewing, which is a brewery founded by three women. Um, and they're all brewing or brewers. So I, I can't believe I forgot about that one. But anyway, that, that at? in South Haven, Michigan. Yeah.
2: Oh,
1: wow.
3: Three blondes. Yep.
1: Oh, three blondes. Okay. I thought you were saying three bonds, like bail bonds. Oh. No. Oh, <laughs> <guys>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Three Blondes Brewings. Uh, I think the beer is called dill with it.
4: Uh, oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, I, it yeah, is
3: a dill pickle Berliner Weiss. My mom absolutely loved it. So that would go one that. or
1: two ways. I would I I try anything because you know, you never know, you know, like, it.
0: No, totally. whatever
1: is on the wrapper or whatever it says. A lot of times things taste completely different. That could actually be <laughs> exceptional.
4: Yep. Yeah.
3: yeah. When I tried it, it was very crisp and refreshing. You know, if you like, if you like dill, if you like pickles, it was, um, you know, like I like a a, a real dilly Bloody Mary, um, and that kind of reminded me of that. Like it would be, it would make a good Bloody Beer.
4: And the uh, fact that it was, it was, you know, put in a Berliner, so you, that little bit of that, you know, vinegar from, yep. you know, the pickle, pickle juice or what have you, would be acceptable. I, I think that sounds wonderful.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was, Brian hated it. I was okay with it. My mom loved it. I gotta, I gotta brew it.
0: I'm so, not even, I'm not a fan of dill, but that sounds It great. was, it was too dill forward for me. Like, I think it would have been better if it had just a little bit more of the cucumber like to it or something like that, that screams fresh to me, not necessarily dill all the time, but it was well, what, still good. It was good.
3: Uh, Brandon Edwards, who's a, a another home brewer with us, he mentions, uh, he's on your page and he sees this Bengal spice herbal tea. What, what is Bengal spice?
1: Um, maybe the most delicious tea in the whole universe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I, I have <laughs> like in one of my cabinets, the whole entire cabinet is the tea. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, how much I love it. So, um, I can't really explain what I need to look and see exactly what's in it probably I think there's like chicory and cumin and um like some Indian spices and stuff like that but it 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 gives it almost has like a, I don't want to say a coffee sort of thing because it isn't coffee but you know sometimes chicory can be replaced as coffee yep. like mm-hmm. so it has that sort of thing to it and it's really spicy and like when I'm like I want like, I want a drink, but I don't want um, something with sugar in it. Or I don't want, you know, like, you want a delicious drink, that tea is it.
2: Okay. When, and somebody, okay. I
1: thought, somebody else, I think, put on my, my page about making a beer out of it. And I was like, the day you make it, invite me to your house.
3: <laughs> I, 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 feel like, it, I feel like, so I just looked it up. You're right. It's chicory and pretty much every other spice. Known, I mean, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Cinnamon and carob and vanilla and ginger, cardamom, black pepper, cloves, nutmeg. Yeah, it's like they just took everything and just right.
0: Everything good. Yeah.
3: So I yeah. feel
0: like sounds wild. I, I mean, feel it's like got that's a lot going on. for a
3: stout. So yeah,
0: it's it's for a It's it's, it's a sweet mead.
1: Really good. <laughs> it's and it's like it's satisfying. If you're like, well, I really want to drink of something and I don't know, I always go back. To that and it's like uh, oh, okay that and lagunitas hobby refresher i really like that too right up. i still
0: not had one of those
3: it's great i wish it was cheaper i i, I, hear I don't know good why things. it's so expensive all right all right brandon let's get together and brew a a, a bangle spice stout boom we'll figure it out i think that'd be fun good so when am i invited
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. You
3: know, we'll we'll, we'll you figure
0: positive. it out. If, if, yeah. if you're down, we'll, we'll organize a brew day. You can come out and brew those. That'd be awesome.
1: Oh, I'm, the- I'm not trying to work. Do I look like
3: Are you're energy? in the Detroit area, right? <laughs> you're over by Detroit? Is that it? Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, I'm All in right. Rochester. Rochester. We're going to be out there in a few weeks. I was uh, just
0: going to say that. Yep.
3: There's, when is it? um We're doing a big brew day at Rochester Mills um uh,
0: 21st i think may
3: 21st may 21st yeah so rochester mills some friends of ours over in um i'm gonna mess this up what's the brew club god damn it uh anyway some friends of ours over in that area uh they 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 collaborate with rochester mills to put on like one of the biggest um big brew days uh, i guess in the country uh, at one point i think they said they had or a couple years ago they had 90 different home brewers show up and set up their rigs in rochester mills parking lot wow and brew and rochester mills provides all of the uh equipment ingredients it what? is brian are you looking it up i am i can't I even am remember the name Corporate sponsor of Fermenta.
0: <laughs> there you go i know right are they are they still doing that are they still providing all the the malt
3: I believe they're providing all the malt and hops, and all you have to provide is yeast. Big wow. Brew Day, Pontiac—that's
4: what it is. Pontiac, yeah, Pontiac Brew Tribe. Yep. Yeah, yeah,
3: uh, yeah. Pontiac Brew Tribe, out your way. I didn't so. miss
1: that? It's like right down the street. I can just like, literally walk to that.
3: Yeah, so maybe if we can pull off a Bengal spiced stout before, then we can bring it with us. And you should come down and uh, do Big Brew Day with Michigan Brew Crew. Yeah, awesome. definitely go down there. I didn't even know that
1: that existed at, because they have a huge, their whole area is huge. Yeah. facilities huge, their parking lot's huge. I mean, it's perfect for something like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't another, know that thing,
3: there. another thing that's out your way, if you're interested in homebrewing at all, and there are some great women that show up to that event, but we do have the Michigan Homebrew Festival, which takes place in Lake Orion in August. You should come check okay. it out.
0: Definitely come check that out. It's yeah. it's beer Christmas. It's amazing. It's the mo- it's the most wonderful uh, beer time of the it's year. It's a private
3: campground. And uh, about 18 to 20 clubs from around Michigan bring their beer. And we, we set up our bars in this fort. It's an old Boy Scout campground. So they've got this like fort in the middle. And we yeah. fill it with bars. Um, I want to say last year we probably had 150 to 200 taps. Easily, um, we probably oh, totally market, cool. Yeah, three hundred to four hundred different beers on on tap over the course of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and because homebrew, you can't buy it; it's illegal in Michigan. So you buy your membership; you become a member of the Michigan Homebrew Festival, Homebrew Club, and then you drink all you yeah. want for the rest of the weekend. Three three
0: ounce three ounce samples, you yeah. know. Oh sure. Yeah, got gotta stay legal, but and yeah. I think
4: for that day it's the largest homebrew club in the in the country or something like that.
0: It is. Well it it yeah. is year round. Well year round. You yeah, you're yeah, member for fine. a year. Yeah. Yep. yep.
1: That is so, it's, it's, it's you guys are me up on game right here. I,
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was you sorry. You can up but, a booth
0: if you wanted to. It wouldn't cost you anything. Like or I'm like sure. just for a day or
3: I'm sure we can get you ferment a a, brew, a booth and mm-hmm. uh maybe come puddle some uh some some fermented knowledge and some sirenist out oh, I, I did want to call this out like your your site so i did post the link Sirenistout, uh, dot com. you have mm-hmm. some of the coolest fucking merch i just
0: <laughs> i know i was looking at that earlier too
3: <laughs> thank you
1: i basically when i'm making up stuff and i'm like i'm gonna be honest how it started was had nothing to do with selling it it had to do with I wanted to put stuff on that I wear, like that I'm putting on. But before I knew how everything worked, I was like, you had to get a transfer, you had to get a couple of them. So I was like, all right, well, the ones I have left over, I'll sell them. I won't keep them. But it was basically just a selfish endeavor. Like I wanted to wear my words on my chest. And um, when I do it, I, I ask my husband, like, would you wear this? And if he goes, I would never wear something like that. Then I'm like, all right, then maybe I won't put this out. So um so yeah, that, that's that's kind of how it so thank you. I appreciate that. Cause I mean I like it, but <laughs> I'm like,
2: and no, the... like who
1: would wear me on their chest? But then I see somebody <laughs> goes, Hey, Saturn is stout. And they have a pic and it's one of my logos, and I'm like, Oh, I got a new logo. <laughs> so, yeah. like, but yeah. okay, I like it. <laughs> Wait, is that
0: what you're wearing right now? Is that, is that a new logo?
1: Yeah. I was like, my other one was like a cartoon and also it had my hair when it was straight. Like it literally, a woman took a picture of me. So I was in Griffin Claw, um, actually with Stacey Roth and I was taking some pictures. And, um, so there, I took a picture in this, this outfit with a beer and something in my hand. And then the woman who I knew took it and then turned it into this caricature that that is my siren style thing, you know, with the orange shirt and the skirt yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I was wearing. And then my hair looked like that. I had my hair, it was straight at the time. And then I was like, well, that's kind of not me anymore because I got locks. Um, I can't fit into that shirt anymore. So <laughs> I was like, let me see if somebody could do a new me. And if I like yeah. it, I'll keep it. If I don't, I'll keep the other one. So that's what everybody knows. And so he did this one and I kinda liked it.
0: That is
2: awesome.
1: I don't, I, like I, don't
0: I don't remember the beer mug being in the other one. Was it or Yeah, the beer yeah. mug
1: was in the uh, other one? Was it wasn't it,
0: was it, it was both? Enough. Okay.
1: And I oh, is that
0: what it is? Okay. Okay. Because
1: I'm kind of tinkering into that too. Um I have I mean, I've been kind of tinkering into doing a wine brand too. Uh, that's a whole it's funny because the website is up. It's Karen's Tears. But some th- it was gonna be a payment and some things have kind of fallen through with that. Mm. But I haven't taken the website down because we may turn it into something else. We don't you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Cool. But that's what I'm saying. I'm always doing something. I'm trying to follow what is it, follow your joy. I have an idea, I go down this road, have an idea, I go so, down this road. Absolutely.
4: That's
1: all you know, right. you, it it. you do it until you can't do it anymore, and then you do it some more. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. So, yeah, so that, that's why the wine is there, too, because I'm like, I don't just like beer. I like
0: it's going to happen when you get into like like liquor, too. You're just going to have like the, the third hand coming out of the back or something <laughs> like, you know, just like,
1: <laughs> you know, what's funny is honestly, I started with liquor like I that did.
2: You I, Yeah.
1: <laughs> so even though my first real, you know, I guess dive into alcohol was beer, um, I kind of backed away from beer. This is a whole, I've lived about 400 lives. I backed away from beer (laughs) at a time for actually a long time because I did fitness competitions. So Uh, you kind of can't, I I wasn't, um, and I wasn't really a huge drinker anyway. Like after college, you know, I kind of wasn't a big drinker. And then I started getting into fitness because I wanted to keep competing after college. Mm -hmm. So after I, you know, after you run then, or, you know, after you're, you're, you're competitive in college, you're like well, what am i going to do because you spend all your time studying working out and then after you leave, yeah. so i um i did a little running after college in, in running clubs and then i i um started doing some i kind of kind of went sort of into the bodybuilding thing but then i didn't want to really commit that much so i got into uh, figure competitions and then with that the only thing i really drank was like liquor because that's the cleanest thing you could drink sure it doesn't yeah. wait on you so yeah so for a long time that is what i i drank and then i got out of that and i went full right steam ahead there you go <laughs> I
2: did
3: that. sure i've never lived no, back awesome. with those
2: weights <laughs> i was gonna so, say yeah, Jordan. i'm
1: saying i've lived a lot of a lot of i've done a lot of things it's like i, I try something i do it and then I'm I'm done. I mean that was it was a fun part of my life, but um
0: what what was your liquor of choice back in that 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 day?
1: Dirty martinis.
0: Ooh, okay. Oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you can have vodka, vodka. Or
4: gin. Hmm? Mm. Oh, I vodka. said vodka vodka. All right.
1: Vodka. Yeah. Um I have not um it's funny my husband's a huge gin fan, but um is a Detroit distillery. Their gin is is like the the gin I like the most, but gin is is not my it's not my thing. do not my. Jason Jason
0: saying. has a recommendation. I know I know he's gonna say it right now. That'll little,
3: little, oh little, my my old time gin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's actually there's a, a a company I can't remember their name. They make a, a gin out your way towards Detroit. It's a Detroit based brewery or I'm sorry distillery. Uh, they make uh, Liberator, <laughs> which is a barrel aged gin uh it's an old style uh it's a brown gin and it is wow that sounds fantastic it's it's amazing um i I wish i think it's made somewhere out by ferndale um i wish i could remember the name of the brewery i'll have to look them up but i keep saying brewery it's distillery um (laughs) but gin has such a wide palette i mean you know you can have you know, citrus based gins and different botanical based gins. And so
4: yeah.
3: it, r- it really is all to your, your taste. Uh, but I will, I will say I love a dirty martini and, um, I'm, I'm, I, I, like cooking. So I'm not big into the cooking shows and, and, uh, that's how I got into home brewing. It's cause I like to cook and then brewing is basically cooking, uh, yeah.
4: and, yeah.
3: and, yep. and, uh, and Alton Brown actually talked about, you normally stir a martini uh, or you don't want to bruise the vodka, um, but a dirty martini, he shakes the shit out of it to emulsify the the olive juice into the vodka. Uh-huh. And I started doing that. And that is, I mean, so if you haven't, if, if you still do a dirty martini, shake the shit out of it.
4: It makes okay. it so much better. Good to know. I
1: haven't done that in a while because it's funny. I used to... <clears throat> I liked a martini because you can sip the same drink for a long time. Now that I'm into beer, hey, Scott, get the rabbit.
2: <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
1: I hear something being chewed.
3: Can, can I tell you something out. real
0: quick? Yeah. We So my girlfriend and I, we, we run a rabbit rescue in Kalamazoo. We, we have 20 rabbits in our house. I'm sorry, 19 rabbits. So, I every time you every time you say that I, I I just want to say I feel your pain like we have we have a chorus of thumping like like above us like throughout the house and uh chewing and digging and and everything so I just I wanted to put it out there and like I feel your pain I understand what you're going
1: through yeah I'm new to this don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking because I never grew up with animals my mother didn't like animals she was like a nurse so she didn't like germs i'm not sure she liked me but the whole point is i you know my husband grew up with animals though so he was like how bad could it be this this rabbit has become my rabbit (laughs) like not anybody else's he ketchup belongs to me
4: (laughs) uh, is that his name ketchup ketchup. Ah, it's fantastic
1: yeah so he belongs to me and that you know it is i I mean i like it i just i just wish he wouldn't chew the table like it's a really old table so my feelings aren't truly hurt over it but it's like you don't want them getting into a habit of going oh i can chew this maybe i can chew this maybe i can chew this so that's why i was hoping he'd come back down and stop him from chewing the table yeah are you down here
2: <laughs>
0: how, how many chords have you lost? None yet. Okay. But
1: it's funny, I keep hearing something. Like, I keep like, almost like. If you got to go,
3: check the rabbit. Like,
1: <laughs> just, literally, when I said I'm going on this podcast, he said, I'll take care of everything. Just enjoy yourself. <laughs> I course. haven't lost any chords yet because. um well, he's been really good. And then I t- I got cord covers and, and covers. Oh, them. yeah. And he only could. stays in the living room. So I have it sort of blocked off so he can kind of, you know, yep. and I kind of pulled everything up. So um, and I have an area in the living room. There's a big area. And then I have the open living room. So he has a bunch of areas and he has a condo. I mean,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's only Brad a little lives- spoiled.
1: He, he's living the good life so yeah
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he should be and i obsess over him because i'm like is he is he depressed is he happy how does he feel this morning so, <laughs> i can't even sleep it i'm telling you i'm I'm a crazy person over this rabbit so yeah but that's how that's how no, that's, that's great I,
0: <laughs> I love it
1: i get narrowly focused on something and go insane about it so it's the rabbit
0: no how that is I, I don't remember i interrupted you with that when, when you're going into something i don't remember what it was we were talking about martinis <laughs> and, the, and then ketchup
4: because ketchup owns the day
2: um, All right?
1: <laughs> yeah it was it was something about martinis but i don't know it was like oh, drinking oh i know me how why i don't drink them really anymore because with beer i like the whole thing of doing like this Mm-hmm. you know like the drinking and the you know so um or you know like the, basically just you keep drinking it you can't really do that with a martini you you sip it and then you have to because if you keep doing this uh, to yeah, a martini yeah. you can't drink
2: gonna go 30 Night, <laughs> night's gonna <laughs> end quickly yeah
3: <laughs> that's, that's what yeah, I, I, I haven't figured out, out yet i'm <laughs> missing that part because i just i just drink them and then
1: yeah uh, <laughs> that's yeah, that's that's kind of the beauty of <laughs> drinking so, martinis—you sip it, you put it down. And...
3: During COVID, not only did I I start a live stream with my buddies to to talk about beer, I also built a bar in my basement because um, I was it's trapped beautiful. in my house for two years. So uh, I did go through that dirty martini phase, and I did not sip them very often. Uh, it's kind of like see how often you can throw one back. But, you know, eventually the bottle runs empty and I'm too lazy to go to the store, so.
0: see so open a hams.
3: Open a hams.
0: Yep. Yeah. That's, that's. You're nothing time. if not predictable. <laughs> <Both of you.
3: laughs> so look, we, Barb, we're very Michigan focused. We love Michigan craft beer and in our homebrew club, you know, like we're we're all active very active in our homebrew club we, in in supporting the Michigan Brewing Community. But damn it, nothing is better than a cold crisp hams. Uh which is I've never had a hams. You've never had a hams? Holy cow.
4: Uh, Holy. it's the best cheap beer you can get. So you get three really? of 15 bucks. It's pretty solid.
3: It, it's it's way more high class than like Natty Light or
0: Keystone Older. water yeah
3: (laughs) you know there's history here yeah Uh,
1: would that be considered a session beer
3: is
1: it what does it say there was was this
3: one thing uh, 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 it was a couple years ago they they took all these um amazing craft brewers you know like uh i think one of the guys from like stone and oscar blues and you know a couple other like high class craft brewers and they lined up. I, I want to say like fifteen of American macro lagers, uh, and did a blind taste test and had had them rate them. You know, so you got all these amazing craft beer brewers, and they rated all these macro, uh, you know, shit lagers. And the number one beer that came out of it was Hams. So, and where's Hams made out of? Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee. Oh, okay. Yeah i wish it was i really wish it was a michigan thing i would have already reached out to them to see if they wanted to be on the show
0: like schlitz or something like that wasn't wasn't that detroit
3: all we have is schlitz yeah but uh it's the unofficial uh unofficial macro uh beer of michigan brews and our homebrew club um we're all obsessed somehow So, yeah
4: well, it's i mean it is it's just good i mean plus like like I said it's you know a 30 pack for 13 bucks yeah, you so you can't really wow. um, yeah like i said it's cheap it's cheap
3: that's that's cheap but it's quality
4: yeah it's good I even, I,
3: there, we, we had a show one night I, I forget what we were talking about but larry bell uh from bell's brewing was <laughs> God watching the show he was active in the comments he's he's watched a few shows um and i'm drinking beer out of a bell's glass on on air i I think i started with like uh oh Oktoberfest or something and then at some point during the show i start pouring hams into larry's bell's glass and larry's talking to us so i'm like oh shit larry i'm sorry you know i'm pouring (laughs) hams into a bell's glass and he he forgave me, so I feel like no, I'm. I'm fine.
0: I think, You're justified. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was
4: our our distilling, theoretically distilling homebrew episode. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well,
1: yeah. that was good. Like he's the priest. Yeah.
4: <laughs> you have been.
0: Oh, yeah. By Saint Bell. Oh. Oh, uh, Shayna, my girlfriend ketchup. says, "Yeah, yeah. If, if Ketchup needs a girlfriend, we 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 have we have a lot of girlfriends available. So you you let us know. We can speed date."
1: <laughs> I always wonder about getting Ketchup a friend, and then I'm like, then basically my my entire Scott. My husband said, but I'm afraid that if we leave and come back, our house will be like a pile of rubble because he'll have eaten the entire house down to the nubs.
0: <laughs> one one of two things are going to happen they either calm down because they're not as bored anymore because they have you know a friend now and they just you know all, all of their energy goes goes towards each other mm-hmm. or they feed off of each other's energy and and like you said like Things just get like destructive and wild, and like, <laughs> right
2: so, and, then, and
0: then you just have two destructive rabbits. So yeah, if, I if you're don't a gambling one, <laughs> I have an
1: assurance <laughs> that my house will not be a pile of rubble when I get home.
3: At this point, yeah, I don't no. have
0: that. 50 you 50. Know? <laughs> I think that's
4: considered the, like an act of God. That's covered by insurance. Right. Right.
2: <laughs> or, yeah. We're running, a, <laughs> we're
3: running out a little over an hour. Uh, so I don't want to keep you too long. When it, um, Any highlights you want to go back to? Like when does your Black Calder Five Shores beer release? Do you know?
1: That <clears throat> I think what we're going to try to do. We haven't had a that was supposed to be out during February, but we were running behind because it's such a a big beer. It was going to take longer anyway. It was going to take until I think sometime in March anyway. So um, I'm thinking it will be in May, and I know and I think he wants to. I'm saying he is an Oliver. Have it at the the traverse city spring fest too i think he wants to have like a you know have something there as well so i'm thinking in may it may be available now the problem is it's like i think during the the tc spring fest i think barrel and flow is like the same weekend and barrel and flow is the i think it's the first black beer fest in Mm. pittsburgh and i've never been to it because I keep being at something else. And last year I was at the craft brewers conference in Denver. It was over the same weekend. So this year I went, I'm going to go and I already like booked my broom. And it seems like a whole bunch of stuff is on the same weekend.
2: It seems like that always happens. I know
1: I'm like all these weekends and I'd love to go to all of them. And I think they're, and I'm like, I can't miss this this year. I, I just acquired, or I can't say acquired, but, um, I actually went to Asheville, Tennessee with a black beer group. We call ourselves Taco Tuesdays because we meet up like once a month on Tuesdays and kind of, you know, just through, through the pandemic, we would meet up and talk about beer stuff and, and just kind of yeah. talk. And so we finally met each other and hung out for a weekend in Asheville. And it was total, just the coolest group of people from all over the country. And um so we were like, let's meet up again at the you know barrel and flow and you know keep this thing going. So I was like, I don't wanna miss, you know, I don't wanna miss this group. They're they're totally cool people. So
3: so yeah, that's so that's the that's the weekend of August 13th. Uh and you said in Pittsburgh. So when you get back from that, you come to Michigan Homebrew Festival. swing which right the through weekend in Lake Orient.
0: Is it the same weekend? Following. Following
3: next one. Oh good! Oh good!
2: Yep. Yeah.
0: Weekend after. You don't even have to camp out if you don't want to. So.
3: Nah. Just, yeah. just hit me up. I'll get you. And I know people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah.
3: But yeah. Jason, no, that's we'll awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that that that's really cool. We're going to Pittsburgh in June. Jordan, are you going with us?
4: No, nah, no, nah, I won't be able to uh, this year.
3: Goddamn kids! Wait,
4: which which weekend?
3: I know. Uh, we're going to Amer- uh, the National Homebrew Competition or uh, Conference and Competition, which is in Pittsburgh. Home- and homebrew
4: con. I'd have to look con. at the date. I've got I've got we'll,
0: two weekends booked already in June. So I think we'll be there June twenty third or twenty second through the twenty fifth or twenty sixth. I can't remember the exact dates. but Oh, I wanted to try to
3: get okay. press passes, but you have to have a lot more viewers and foot traffic than we do. So next year, next year.
0: Our, our readers get like 20 views. I mean, come on! Like, what what do you actually need?
3: I mean, so, like, I mean, we get like 400 <laughs> yeah. on the. <laughs> so, between all of our channels, we average about a thousand views. And in order to get a press pass to recon, you have to average 2,000 views. So we have uh, go, oh,
4: we're halfway there, man.
0: Yeah. This most of our, 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 yeah. yeah. our third? It's our, no, it's our second year doing this. Yeah. End of our second year. And I, and I do find that most people like, you know, 10 to 20 minute videos that have something interesting. Not necessarily always, you know, hour and a half interviews and stuff like that. Right. Um, yep. Yeah. So. We don't do this know. for exactly it's it's for us so
1: <laughs> and, there's, there's some sort of algorithm to the whole i know whole yeah. thing and it, it takes like i'm trying to figure out the algorithm to instagram because i just i don't get it and i am almost over it
3: because it's like i that's what i was saying before the show like we haven't figured out instagram yet um which is funny because like i said we're all tech and we should be able to do this um but yeah, no, we we haven't figured out Instagram yet, and 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 we don't we're we're not like we don't advertise, and this is this is all just word of mouth. We we meet cool people, we want to talk to cool people and have a beer. Uh, it's very much self gratification. So thank you, very much really, for hanging out with us. Um, I do want I, you know I, I'll, I'll ping you. I'll, we'll stay connected. I hope you can come maybe to Big Brew Day, or uh, since that's out your way, or, or or connect some other time. And Brandon and I will brew uh a bangle spice uh stout and we'll we'll connect so
1: excellent um, yeah i want to know about the thing at rochester mills and i mean it's yeah. literally in my backyard so i mean if i'm that's here awesome. that weekend, i want to check it out
3: yeah we'll get you the details we'll see you the date um and then you can if you're free you can swing by and should be a shit ton of home brewers there and uh i think they're even talking about you know different uh clubs bringing know beer to put on tap and you know sharing beer again it's all homebrew so it's are you guys doing a podcast there we're doing something there yeah Um, so last year not to not to circle back but last year we started to travel and do some streaming um we streamed the michigan homebrew fest uh or michigan beer cup awards the michigan state fair awards and the homebrew uh or bells homebrew expo awards which is where we met you um but again we are um we are a bunch of it guys that do this for fun so figuring out how to stream from remote locations can be a challenge and okay. uh, yeah but I'm, I'm hoping that we can at least record um, or do something and put
0: together there. something after the fact yeah yeah yep. yeah 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 one way or another, we're gonna have some video or pictures or something and and maybe you do like a little five minute spot interviews and we compile something together we'll We'll figure something out,
2: yeah,
1: yeah you guys yeah. would probably be the only people doing it there because I've never heard I would it. think so I yeah, never heard of get it, it out. yeah
0: totally we didn't we didn't hear of it until this year either, so okay. yeah, yep.
3: all right, yeah, awesome. I'd love to check it out right on well, do you have any other other big things coming up for you that you want to call out?
1: No, my biggest thing was. I was in Eater Magazine. I'm doing the Black Calder thing.
2: What is your magazine? Hmm?
0: What's oh, your magazine? Eater. Well, Eater, Eater. Say. I'm sorry. I <laughs> heard ear. Oh, I'm <laughs> I mean, you. I'm ear and throat magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I do that also on the side. You have like you have 20 piercings and it's just like yeah. a like a thing, you know. yeah. Like
1: I do not do that. It's Eater Detroit. So it cool. was uh, black and craft beer. Um, and it was, she did an excellent article. I mean, cause I, I know when I was talking to her, I was all over the place. So she was able to take everything I said and kind of condense it down. And, and it was great. It was me, Harry Weaver, who is the founder of Bruce brothers and Brian chance Jones, who is one of the, I guess, one of the three owners of seven, three, four or seven Ypsilanti. What is that? seven, one, three or some bar. I don't know. The brewery in Ypsilanti. Um, so yeah, we were the three that she talked about and it was, it was great. It was, she did Sweet. an excellent job. She made me sound like I was really something special. So, <laughs> so she's now my favorite writer. And, uh, and so, yeah, that was, that's it. That's, I mean, that's kind of what I'm, I'm doing now. I'm just trying different. Like I said, I'm just trying different things, trying to figure out the wine thing. You know, when something doesn't work out, I keep doing it till it does. And then, and I move on. But I wait until it works
3: out before I move on.
4: <laughs> we'll get your it. success. Then. Yeah. So.
3: yeah no, I found the article uh, to Eater Detroit and threw that out in our post. So if you're listening to the podcast, go check the notes uh, or, or check us out on Facebook. You'll find Sirenist out. That's a neat article. Where were you? They think that's a cool picture. Griffin Claw. Um, oh, it was Griffin Claw. Right on. Yeah.
1: I do. It's funny because I do a lot of my... when. I, for a lot of well, the magazines I've been in or whatever, I ask if I can do my Griffin Claw because their space is beautiful. First off, um, you walk in there and it's like, no one's brewing anything because it's so clean and mm-hmm. it looks like they just built it yesterday. So, um, uh, and they're just really great people. They've been really, really good to me. I'm going to be honest, like Griffin Claw has okay. been really cool to me. Letting me use their spaces for things, for interviews, for shoots, or you know, letting me brew with them Um, and brew with them again. So they have, and that's what I'm I'm talking about—being welcome into the industry. I just, it just keeps getting better and better. Everybody has been cool with me, cool to me, and keeps being cool to me. (laughs) We'll just keep getting cooler.
3: (laughs) I I totally totally agree. The, the, The the Michigan brewing community is why we do what, what we do. I mean, this is, totally. it's, it, it's just been meeting such cool people, uh, open people, such a great, it's such a great community. So yeah. it's awesome. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're out there doing what you're doing. Uh, we'll try to get the word out on Fermenta. We're not a huge source, but I, we know some people and we'll start. Please. Us out.
1: Yeah. But, I appreciate that. And thank you guys for letting me be on here. Thanks for, uh, I know it was, taking no, it was a us to kind of get our heads together um i appreciate it yeah absolutely you guys are super cool and hopefully i can hang out with you guys again
4: (laughs) hell yeah yeah, absolutely
3: really looking forward to hopefully connecting at big grew or or some other event again and uh and then yeah anytime you got anything big going on let us know we you know again we don't we don't do this for money we do this as a hobby i book out as far as we can and it's lackadaisical at best so normally at this point in the show i'd be talking about what our next episode is going to be about and i have no clue so we, we
0: we might be on or off for the next couple of weeks because i know right. you and i will be out of town in a couple of weeks so yeah we're
3: not doing uh, an episode from california
0: uh <laughs> oh, come on
3: guys Good. Like- <laughs> But uh, we've got some other things lined up, uh, other people are talking about. Unfortunately, I know Brian, uh, we'd hoped to talk to Ken Schramm, but Ken is really busy uh, in his orchard right now. Uh, It's not a good time for him. So um, unless Brian and I or Jordan can go out and actually hang out in his orchard, I think that was the invitation, which is damn It was. It was. Yeah.
0: And
3: do the podcast in the orchard. I think that's what
0: I
2: know.
3: The guy who I don't know his name, but whoever the owner of Blake's is, he does. Oh, we've podcast, had we've had right? Andrew we, we had, had Andrew Blake on, Blake
2: there. on. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. So Andrew's actually one of the guys who want to paint about the fermenta. I did not see his logo up there on your uh, on your page. No, so. no,
1: and and I didn't know who he when I, I remember when some, when he was doing a podcast when I was there. I didn't know who he like. I didn't know his face, so I didn't know who he was uh, because I've had a couple people in other organizations go, how do you get this? Or how did you, how are you a part of this? And I'm like, I just ask. Oh, you talk to them.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I didn't yeah. know. I thought maybe somebody was doing a podcast there. Like it's a beautiful place. They'll let me do it here. I didn't realize it was him. Cause I would have went up to him and went, hi, mm. you know, yeah. whatever. But yep, so it was, totally. after that, um, like a week or two after I asked somebody about it and they went, Oh, that was, I guess, Andrew Blake. Yep. And I was like, I had no idea. Cause I, like I said, I didn't, at that point, I didn't know who he was. Um, it's funny cause this, this whole industry is really big and really small at the same time.
3: It is, so yeah. we, were, um, we were like 10 or 12 episodes in. You know, bumbling around, doing, you know, whatever we can, interviewing friends. And we're friends with a lot of brewers. So we we, we, we had a pretty decent roster to pull from. But we were done doing some bullshit show where we we're gonna talk, the three of us are gonna talk about cider, like we know what the hell we're talking about.
4: And, I remember that. Yeah.
3: And some random lady uh who is was who was watching the show live tagged andrew blake and she's like andrew these guys are talking about cider you should you should check this out and next thing you know andrew blake's there uh you know he sends me his number um a few weeks later he's on the show cool Uh, dude nicest most humblest dude we've ever interviewed i still you know i still think it's one of the best interviews we've ever done uh it was weeks before he started his podcast yeah Uh, and so he had really crappy audio and video, okay. <laughs> but just really one of the most genuine dudes uh, that we've ever talked to. And, and he's got a lot of cool shit going on out there.
4: One of like the top three episodes where I've learned the most yeah. out of like the dude just has so much knowledge to put out there about cider and how they, how they do their craft. Yep. It's amazing. His
1: institutional knowledge. Like his knowledge isn't learned in a
4: book or at school, like no, institutional it's, and generational, like, is yeah. it's, it's a family thing. They've been doing it for years it's in and his, years. What he
1: knows is in his soul. Like he can yep. do that with his eyes oh, yeah. closed. And that yep. is like, that's huge. Yep. And that puts you so far ahead of other people.
3: It's he tells a story about uh, talking his grandfather into letting him start up a hard brewing or hard cider program you know and he had to yeah. so he's a fourth or fifth generational you know farmer and he had mm-hmm. to convince grandpa and dad to do this hard cider and now this hard
1: cider thing was his idea
3: it was his yeah. he, he, went to, he went to college uh he went to michigan state um he got into home brewing and uh he went back to his his family and was like let me do this and convince grandpa and and dad and his uncle or whatever and they they let him they let him start small and now that
4: it's is money. Yep. Yeah. Yep. ROI. Yeah, one of the fastest growing cideries in the country. Uh, uh, yeah, when we interviewed him, I was the only
3: But this isn't an Andrew Blake show. But anyway, he's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no problem. Him and saying, why aren't you? The topic. It's a site, man.
1: And, uh, well, it's cool. So if any time I see him, I'm going to beg him for money. There
3: you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how I
1: Not for me personally. Yeah. For All right.
3: So, well, really, Barb, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us. Uh, you know, you, you definitely uh, elevated our, our brand, um, so we appreciate it.
1: I appreciate that compliment. It's a lie, but I appreciate it all the same. There's no so, um,
3: I, I try to keep up on the posts. I, I uh, so if, if if you check the comments, we've got a link to Siren Style. We've got a link to Fermenta, Michigan. Um, and then of course the, the Detroit article, mm-hmm. uh, where Barb and some other, uh, the seven, three, four, uh, brewing are interviewed for that. So check that out. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back. Uh, we'll put some out on the, on the page here soon. We'll, uh, I think we're trying to line up a homebrew review show. Um, and we're trying to, to cycle back to a couple of homebrew topics. Um, but we we'll, we'll, we're going to be getting together and coming up with uh kind of a show schedule and plan for the next quarter um in the very near future or at least jordan brian and i'll sit at a brewery in california and figure you know, <laughs> a bunch of shit that will run by you when we get back so
1: nice you guys will have a great time in california
3: oh yeah it's gonna be awesome it's word it's really but cool. whatever <laughs> right on all right i'm gonna cool it. i'm gonna play a cool ass outro uh from sam and travis so Barb, thank you again. Thanks everybody else. We'll, we'll be back in a, in a week or two.